What's on tap on today's show? Disney laying off tons of people this week, and many are predicting there are going to be lots more layoffs to come, not just from Disney, but from many other big companies. What do you need to know if you lose your job? We're here with Bola Sucumbi from Clever Girl Finance and the Clever Girls Know podcast on today's October 2nd edition of Money with Friends. Welcome back to the Money with Friends podcast, coming to you live from my mom's half-finished basement in Palm Springs, California, where we make the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Salcihai. And I'm Bola Shakumbi in New Jersey, still in my half-unpacked home that we just <laughs> moved to, right? And you are seeing and listening to me from my very best corner. Where, where, where you had to dig, I love you, you did, for people looking behind the scenes, just a quick pull back the curtain. Yes. We, we, had, to we had to find your microphone to get this done. <laughs> which is fantastic and some headphones which is which is great today uh we are covering a recent story ripped from the financial press like we do every episode uh not only do we read them like some podcasts we dive into how they affect your wallet what you can do to invest save or pay down debt more effectively and if that's not enough bull and i are going to share a big idea at the end of today's show you can take with you to be better with money the rest of your day and all in usually less than 20 minutes today's show brought to you by acre trader investing in farmland simplified you know uh, there are two ways you make money in farmland. Uh, you make it off of land value increasing over time and also annual cash rent payments from the farmers. We'll talk about it more later, but if you're interested, there's an explainer video which starts getting you acclimated to owning farmland, acretrader.com forward slash MWF. Good news for us today. We didn't scare Bola away. She's back for another episode. So glad you could... <laughs> So, so glad you could hang out with us two days in a row, Bola. I know. This is so much fun. No hecklers. Yay. There are no, we have a very, I told you it's a very nice group of people. Notice they're all very nice to you and they spend the whole time in chat making fun of me. You see how that works? Yes. Cause I'm the nicer person. That's easy. I'm sitting right here. No, but you, you are the nicer person. Uh, Bola is here from Clever Girl Finance and the Clever Girl Shows Know and uh, has a book strangely titled Clever Girl Finance. Not sure where you came up with that name, Bola. <laughs> I know, right? In the shower, I think. It was so, so difficult. In a second, Bola and I are going to talk about the sad news coming out of Disney this week. But first, let's see which one of our friends is going to help us kick off today's show. This is Andy from Derby, Vermont. It's time for today's headlines, only at Money with Friends. All right, today's piece comes to us from CNBC. It's written by Sarah Witten. Uh, Disney to lay off 28,000 employees as coronavirus slams its theme park business. Uh, Bola and I uh, usually talk about who's going to read what. Bola, I'll read like the first four paragraphs if you want to maybe pick up the next three or four, and we'll call that good, if that's all right with you. Uh, prolonged closures at Disney's California-based theme parks and limited attendance at its open parks has forced the company to lay off 28,000 employees across its parks, experiences, and consumer products division, the company said. In a memo to employees on Tuesday, Josh DeMauro, head of parks at Disney, detailed several difficult decisions the company's had to make in the wake of the coronavirus pandemic, including ending its furlough of thousands of employees. Shares of the company fell less 
than 2% after the closing bell on Tuesday. Around 67% of the 28,000 laid-off workers were part-time employees, according to a statement by DeMauro on Tuesday. The company declined to break down the layoffs by individual park locations. Bola, you mind picking it up from there for a few paragraphs? Yes, so... While Disney's theme parks in Florida, Paris, Shanghai, Japan, and Hong Kong have been able to reopen with limited capacity, both California Adventure and Disneyland have remained shuttered in Anaheim, California. As you can imagine, a decision of this magnitude is not easy, Diamara wrote in the memo to employees obtained by CNBC. For the last several months, our management team has worked tirelessly to avoid having to separate anyone from the company. We've cut expenses, suspended capital projects, furloughed our cast members while still paying benefits, and modified our operations to run as efficiently as possible. However, we simply cannot responsibly stay fully staffed while operating at such limited capacity. You can see, by the way, and I think we could just stop there. You can see, Bola, why the stock is only down less than 2%. I mean, it's bad news for Disney, but really, I, I, I don't get to see their books. You don't get to see their books, but do you blame Disney for laying off so many people with all this stuff going on? You know, I, it's, it's, it's hard, right? Um, because people are impacted, lives are impacted, but they are a business running, um, trying to stay afloat as well, right? And so I think they definitely put in the effort to try compared to some companies that did not try um, by offering those benefits and furloughing, all that kind of stuff. But I, I don't blame them. It's sad, um, but you know, I guess they're just trying to stay afloat and not have to shutter completely. Well, and that's that's the first question. I'm sure in your community, you've had people ask the question, what do I do if I just lost my job? What are the first things somebody thinks about if you just got this bad news this week? Yeah, I think people need to be thinking about what they should do if they lose their job. But also, if you're worried about losing your job, what can you do now? So if you lose your job, right, you definitely want to, number one, what benefits were you being offered? A lot of health insurance benefits don't expire until 30 days after you've been laid off. And so if you have doctor's appointments, you have prescription medicines you need to get, go get those things, stock up on them as soon as you can before that window closes. Also look into what what um, unemployment benefits, unemployment insurance benefits you qualify for. There might be, you might be able to get that, you know, 26 week or whatever, whatever state you live in that weekly compensation for an amount of time while you look for a new job and then get, get out your budget and take a hard look at it and say, what areas can I cut back on drastically? This is survival mode. This is putting food on the table, paying for housing, paying for bills, and just being able to get through the season, not the nice to haves. And then just focus on, you know, finding another job, getting creative to make side hustle income. I love how you start with insurance there and health insurance, because I saw so many times back in the day, when I was a financial planner, Bola, that uh, people would would try to go without insurance, right? Because it's expensive. I mean, you look at at at, at Cobra cost. You look at uh, buying insurance on your own; super expensive. So people Incredibly go, expensive. yeah. So people go. You know what? I'm going to cross my fingers. I'm going to hope nothing happens to me for just a couple months. And you know as well as I do, that's always when the bad stuff happens. Yeah, always. Yep. Yep. So you definitely want to take advantage of that benefit. And sometimes you get the paperwork and you're so overwhelmed by the fact that you're laid off that yeah. you actually don't pay attention to that COBRA benefit until after it has elapsed. Yeah. So yeah. Look at that paperwork, get the appointments for yourself, for your kids, get the medicines you need, 
and, you know, just take advantage of that. You mentioned earlier too something else that I like, which is even if you haven't lost your job, but you think that that might be on the table, this is one of those weird times. I know that you tell people to pay off your debt quickly, right? To work through your interest rates and, and behavior, you know, behavioral stuff, like get your debt paid down. This is probably one of those weird times though, where I think that might actually not be our advice, like pay very little toward your debt and start stashing as much cash as you can if you think you might lose your job. Absolutely. I mean, a pandemic is not a normal situation. This is not just your everyday recession that comes around last a few years. This is a pandemic that we don't have a timeline on. We don't have a cure. We don't have a vaccine. We don't know how it's evolving. It, this is a major unknown. And so right now is survival mode. If you are still employed, your goal is to save as much money as possible if you can so that if you do lose your job, you're able to weather through the storm. So it's okay to pay minimums on your debt right now if you don't have emergency savings. It's okay to pause or reduce how much you're investing right now so you can focus on um, getting that emergency savings together because life is happening right now. And in order to enjoy that money you're investing for in the future, you need to be able to survive the right now, right? So take advantage of that. And then I would also tell people, you know, in addition to looking at that, cutting back on your budget, start to think about ways to create multiple streams of income. Can you get a part-time job? Is there a side hustle you can do? What can you do to bring in extra income right now so you can stockpile? Cash is queen right now. <laughs> so that's that's the advice I'm giving. I think that's- my construction. I think, of, of course, yesterday it was people mowing outside of mine. Today it's your construction. We're, we're just, we're rocking this thing, Bola. When, when it comes to, when it comes to this, this real time of uncertainty, you know, the government has thrown out some things that, that, that they've said that you can do. One example is you may be able to take money out of your retirement plans, right? To get through this time. Do, do, where do you advise that in the big scheme of things? So my apologies for the background noise, Joe. Um, retirement planning, when you take money out of it, you no, know, the government is allowing you to do that without penalty right now. However, you want to think about the, the long-term opportunity cost that you lose from the power of compounding over time and missed out earnings, all of that. So that should be your absolute last result, resort when you've explored every other opportunity, like you know your unemployment benefits, like um, your disability um, income, if, you, if you're leaving your job as a result of that, um, you finding a part-time job, starting a side hustle, this, that withdrawal should be your last, last, last resort. Uh, uh, we have, uh, friends hanging out with us as we make the show on our YouTube channel, head to youtube.com forward slash money with friends, and you will find us reliably here making the show. Kevin hanging out with us said any word on rehiring where will those like go be first in line? I didn't see that anywhere here. Uh, I don't know about rehiring bowl. I don't know if you know anything there, but, but, but and, and that's frustrating on one hand, on the other hand, if you're working in a job, let's say somebody didn't love their job at Disney, even though this is a lemon situation, this might actually be like mom says a time to make lemonade, right? To, to, to use this as an opportunity, like you said, to create a, multiple streams of income, maybe to go back to school, maybe learn uh, uh, more about different trades to work in. Like, I think you can turn this negativity and what's that other phrase, turn the frown upside down. 
Yes, absolutely. So it's great to be optimistic and hope that they will rehire, but you don't want to bank on that. So again, you know, when you look back to the 2008 recession, that was the timeline in which the highest numbers of millionaires in the last 10 years was produced because people got out of their comfort zone and they got creative and they put their heads to the ground and figured it out and started working. So it's uncomfortable, but you want to get to that space, get out of your comfort zone and see what can I do right now to bring money in. That business idea I've been sitting at, um, if I can work at a job below my skill set, that there is no shame in doing that. Your goal is not what people think about you. Your goal is being able to secure your family, be safe, survive the season and build long-term wealth for yourself. In just a second, uh, Bola and I are going to have our takeaways from today's show. But while Bola thinks of a takeaway that's even better than the amazing one she had yesterday, I'm going to say a big thanks to everybody who's used our link when they checked out Acre Trader. I'm a guy that grew up in West Michigan in farm country. Uh, I, the first thing I would tell you is don't invest in being a farmer because uh, like th there's this joke, Bola, that uh, I heard a farmer tell me one time. Uh what did the farmer do when they won the million dollar lottery? Bought a new cow. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, uh, you know what the farmer did when they won the million dollar lottery? They farmed until it was gone. And it was a farmer talking about how they just farming is very difficult to make money, but there isn't very much farmland and there's always less farmland as they come up with better ways, better agri agricultural methods to feed more people using less land. There's less of it. And for that reason, what we've seen over long periods of time is that farm prices have consistently, much more consistently than rental real estate or than commercial real estate has gone up in value. So that gives you some degree historically, Obviously, you want to do your own research and you also want to realize things can change with any type of investment. But historically, it's been a safer way to invest in real estate. The second thing is, is that because through Acre Trader, you're just going to be somebody that owns part of a field and you're leasing it to a farmer, somebody that knows what they're doing. You need to know nothing about farming. You just need to know that farmer is going to stay solvent so that they can give you a rent check once a year. If they do that, then you also have a stream of income coming in. Now, it's not for everybody. You also have to be an accredited investor to invest in this. So there's still a lot to know. But if you like investing in farmland as much as I do, you like the idea of it, head to acretrader.com forward slash MWF, watch the explainer video. And if you use our link, that's how they pay us. They give us a thank you if you decide to invest using our link, acretrader.com forward slash MWF. All right, Bola, big, tough time for 28,000 people. We're going to put you on the hot seat again. What's our big takeaway here? You know, I would tell people to stay encouraged. Yes, it is difficult times. Yes, it's not something you want to hear that you're losing your job, but stay encouraged and try to keep a clear head. When you're able to keep that clear head, you're able to make smart decisions and, you know, get yourself back together as quickly as possible. So look into those health insurance options, look into unemployment insurance benefits, think about ways to generate side hustle, stay motivated to, to generate additional income, side hustle, part-time job, stay motivated, stay encouraged, and know that this is not going to be forever. This is a temporary thing. We just have to weather this storm to get to the other side. Not what everybody wants to hear right now, but you know, you have to stay optimistic and do your best right? So that you can just power through this. I, I love that advice. And I don't have, have much to add except for the fact that 
a lot of the current things that we've heard, one of my favorite parts about this discussion, these rules of thumb, this is another reason why I don't like rules of thumb. Because Bola, to your point earlier, none of the rules of thumb apply, or a lot of them don't apply. Don't use a rule of thumb. Look at your own personal situation and work from there. What do I have to do now? And certainly staying positive is is job number one. And I love the fact that you said too, to, to, to do your best, because as you know, people try to be perfect all the time and we get paralyzed because we want to be perfect. And my mom also always said, don't let perfect be the enemy of done, right? <laughs> just, just, just get it done. Yeah, I would agree. Like, you know, honestly, you have no one to impress, but yourself, you know, so do what you need to do to keep your family safe, to survive the season and just do your best. Forget about perfection. Forget about what people think. Yesterday, we talked a bunch about your amazing podcast, but today I want to talk about uh, your book because uh, you may or may not know that I tell people all the time that th this is one of my favorite books on finance. And it's a great, by the way, it's a great gift I'm because, tired. well, it's a great gift, Bola, because it's super for people just starting out. It makes the, the book Clever Girl Finance makes the world of personal finance so easy and so fun. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about the book. Yes. So I wrote the book for, the, you know, for me, when I was just coming out of college, what kind of advice would I have wanted my older self to give me? And that's what it is. And it's, it's one of those books where I talk about concepts that typically everybody assumes that you should know because yeah, like, why don't you know, but it's all about simplifying personal finance and making it fun. You know, like I said yesterday, if you cannot laugh about finance, you're going to cry, you know, cause sometimes, Hmm different podcast episode. But anyway, the whole intent of the book is to empower you, to educate you and to give you that motivation to want to achieve your goals. And I see the book everywhere. I think it's available everywhere, correct? Yes. 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 And uh, also the Clever Girl Finance community will link to that on the on our show notes page at uh, Money with Friends podcast. Bola, I wish you had something going on. I feel bad between the book, the podcast, the the, the, the community. Construction. <laughs> the construction. Right? Our podcast. <laughs> of course. Of course, we have to. Well, I'm so <laughs> I'm so glad that you were able to pull your microphone out of a box somewhere and some headphones so we could get this done. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again in a month. Yes, <laughs> thank you for having me. I forgot, and even the prop behind you, my flower. Yeah, the flower, strategically located for those of you hanging out with us. All right, everybody, Bola and I. Bola, we'll see you again in a month. I'll see you again tomorrow with Bobby Rebel back here at Money with Friends. Bye bye. show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast and links to the stories discussed, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. Also, be sure to follow us on social media at moneyfriendspod on both Instagram and Twitter. Look out for our polls and quizzes. You could get a shout out on the show. We're well worth following. We promise. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or or any other videos or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor. These people on this episode, they're here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Bobby. I'm Joe. We'll see you here back next time with another episode of Money with Friends.
Bam, nailed it.